Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to talk about being truthful in your photography. I've just had a couple of recent instances where people have not been exactly truthful with some of their stuff, I suppose, they post on social media. And I thought, maybe, you know, I mean, I, I always kind of strive to be totally honest in my photography. You know, what I'm putting out to the world that is belongs to me, I've created it. I haven't kind of used someone else's images or I've misrepresented what the equipment that was used or something like that. But I mean, it's interesting because I think and these days it's, I suppose we've talked about it quite a bit on Focus before about with AI and what images may be AI generated and people are trying to palm them off as being something that they've created themselves or something they've created with their camera when they really haven't really done that at all. And like I said, just recently come across a couple of instances where people had, and there were things where, it looks sometimes people will tell you stuff and you're not 100% sure whether that's accurate because sometimes, you know, people will, the story, you know, the Chinese whispers, you know, it starts off as one thing, but by the time it gets to you, it's completely changed and, and that type of thing. But when you're actually a part of something, when you're actually involved in something and you actually know all the ins and outs and you know all the all the bits and pieces that are happening in that particular thing, then someone tries to then claim something different when you know exactly what went on and you know exactly what was used and you know all the details. When someone tries to manipulate that to make themselves look better or whatever, that's the time I think we have to start calling this stuff out. I think which more and more people, like I said, sometimes I mean just see stuff on social media and they just take it for granted that what they're reading is completely true. Look, I think for a lot of it, that's 100% correct. Like, you know, people are very honest and there's a lot of very honest photographers who everything they put out there is is their work. It's, you know, their creations. They've created all the elements. They've done everything within it. And if they haven't, they've then, like said, you know, I've borrowed this image from stock image or I've borrowed this, done this in a particular way that and been honest about it, which that's the best way to do it. And I think, look, as photographers, if we all kind of take, I suppose, a like a code of truth where basically vow to ourselves that we'll be truthful in our photography and that whatever we put out into the world that we don't mislead or don't misguide people. Like I said, in this world of fake it to make it, there's a lot of fakery out there. But I think if you, for yourself, for your own personal reasons, you might want to be the person who knows that everything you put out into the world is 100% legit, like there's nothing in there that you've, you know, trying to fool somebody by telling them something that's not true. Because I think the thing is what will eventually happen if any, when people do put stuff out there, and it happens all the time, that eventually that person actually gets caught out because someone will come across that image and someone will know the backstory and someone will then expose that person. I mean, this has happened in competitions where people have won like an award for a photograph only to find out that the animal in the photograph wasn't actually a live animal. It was actually a um, you know taxidermist animal. So it was a stuffed animal that was put into a situation to make it appear like it was captured in the wild. And I think these types of things, like people can get away with it for a very, you know, for a period of time where people get away with it. But then eventually what happens is someone will see that someone will look at that and go that something's just not right there and they'll actually start digging and finding out and eventually the truth does come out so i just think 
for everyone's, I don't know, it's just like to me, I don't know why people continue to do stuff like that because eventually they are going to be found out. And it's actually, I think your credibility takes a huge hit. Like once you've been kind of caught out doing something or manipulating something and then trying to palm it off as something else, I think it's really hard to come back. I mean, there's um, there's a couple of photographers I know who have won awards and they've, they've like I said, were doing stuff, not being 100% honest with the judges and not like presenting stuff as, as their work when it was some of it wasn't actually their work and won awards and then obviously got caught out. It's very hard for those people to come back and be credible and believed in the community because once somebody kind of, I suppose, breaches that trust like i mean and every time look this i suppose what really happens every time you post a photograph people are trusting what you're putting out into the world is real it's legit it's genuine and unless otherwise unless otherwise stated and look i do create stuff which using post and manipulating but i'll always explain that to people like this is an image of such and such and it was done by combining three images together so it's a composite image it wasn't captured as a single capture because i think if you try and like i said palm stuff off eventually you will get caught out and then like i said it's very difficult to come back from that position because you know once someone's kind of i suppose it's like anything in any relationship and and i suppose what you know if we look at what when you put stuff out in the world and there's people who follow you and look at your photography and, and look up to you and admire you for what you do you are in a kind of relationship with that person. That person has a like seeing what you're doing and trusts and believes in what you're doing. And when you put something out and you claim it to be such and such, that person wants to believe that and embrace it and celebrate it as well. So again, it's like in any relationship, once the trust is gone, it's very difficult then to claw your way back because people just wonder, are they telling me the truth? Is this actually real or did they do something a little bit dodgy behind the scenes to get this picture? Because that's what they did, you know, mums and mums ago and they got caught out but now they said they've, you know, learnt the error of their ways and they're actually not doing that. But again, it's kind of like I said, it's it's one of those things where trust is such an important part of, I suppose, the human fabric. We all kind of believe in trust. It's like, you know, you're dealing with companies, you'd you're putting your trust in their products. You're putting their trust in their services. You're putting their tr- your trust in a whole range of things every day. So you trust people. And it's a, like I said, it's a situation where we kind of have to trust people because if we don't, if we become distrusting of everything, it's going to make life very difficult to, to move forward if you kind of don't trust, you know, if you don't trust what the doctor's telling you or you don't trust what the, you know, someone else is telling you, a friend is telling you that you start to doubt those things, then it makes a kind of a really challenging time to be able to, I suppose, navigate life. And like I said, and I think photography, like I said, is to me like photography, one of the things I love about photography is that for the main part, it's a truthful medium. So it actually tells you what's, you can see what's going on, the elements are there. And even though it can be manipulated by clever, you know, camera angles and other things where you can, hide stuff to a degree like where it mightn't show the scene exactly how it is because you've taken it from an unusual angle or or whatever but in general like the information captured there is truthful if it's a single capture it's truthful and it's how that scene appeared at that particular time 
is we know, like, if we look at a painting, a painting is something that's conjured up in someone's someone's mind. They've come up with this idea for a scene and they've painted that scene. And as they're painting that scene, they may even change it as they go along because they add more elements or they change elements in, in the scene because they have another thought. And again, but that's not, it's not a real life situation, even though sometimes you'll have a painting of a landscape where it's a real landscape. But again, there's always going to be little subtleties within that image that are not going to be true to the scene itself. Whereas photography, generally, like I said, the image is true to the scene. And and again, that's one of the things I do love about photography. And I think when I see stuff that people have taken, people that I know that I kind of trust, and I see an amazing image, I'm really excited for them because I'm not doubting them that they have done something deceptive to deceive me. Like they've captured something and they're proud of it and they've put it out there. But again, that's not, I suppose, the way of the world that everyone thinks around those particular ways of that trust and putting stuff out to people who follow you. And like I said, there's a lot of, I suppose, there's a lot of people out there who are very impressionable people who look at what you do and are kind of motivated or kind of inspired or, or, or try and emulate what you're trying, you know, what you're doing for photography. So I think, you know, we have this kind of, I suppose, almost like a code that we should maintain, that we should kind of be the person who is kind of holds things above, trying to get a little bit of extra fame by faking something. Look at the long, the long game. And I think with everything in life, it should always be about trying to build that trust, build that, you know, rapport with your, whether it be your followers or even with your clients. And I think it's exactly the same. If you're a, a photographer and you've got working clients, this is the time to be, again, 100% honest. Don't, you know, and look, I know people who have lost clients because they haven't been truthful to the client. They've told them things that aren't true and then it's eventually got back to the client and then that relationship is ruined forever. Like it's pretty much very few people ever come back from that. You've lost that person because you no longer trust them. And and it really, I suppose the thing is, it doesn't matter what level of deception, even if, if it's a small deception, that can be enough to break that bond, that can break that trust. So like I said, even just a small, you know, sometimes people go, oh, it's just a white lie. I'm just telling them I'm doing this, but I'm actually doing this. Again, I think you've got to be just mindful of say, look, hey, I couldn't shoot it this way, so I had to do this, but it's going to give you a great looking result, but it isn't achieved in the normal way. And then people will be happy with that. Like people, most people are happy with hearing the truth. Like, I mean, if you, again, just try to tell people what they want to hear, again, at some point, it's going to come out and it's not going to end well for you. So again, I think it's just mindful and probably, you know, moving forward, we're thinking about where the world's going and the way AI is it's just, I mean, the speed at AI is actually accelerating and the way that you can manipulate images and how good it does. I mean, I was playing with a bit of software today where you could actually take a picture of a person and put it into the software and then just say, have this person frown or have this person smile. So you can just take a picture where the person's just looking at you and there's, you know, it might be an, not much expression on their face, but by manipulating and by smile, and I, I did it, and I tell you what, it, I was just kind of gobsmacked. 
how good it was because it, all of a sudden, you know, I've got this image of this person looking back at me, smiling at me, which previously a couple of seconds before they weren't actually doing that. So again, that is a, I suppose, a, a, a tool that people can use sometimes when, and I can see, I, I suppose, the 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 uses for something like that when quite often when you're taking shots of children, sometimes it's really difficult to get kids to kind of not pull a funny face and not look at the camera and, and actually get a natural photo. So I can just see in the future that, you know, photographers will use those tools to basically manipulate the face and change the way that person looks because they're shooting for a client. But I think if you do that, you need to actually disclose that that isn't how it was shot, but that is how I've manipulated in post and I've actually got to this point. I think people are happy would be happy with knowing the truth rather than being deceived. And I think, like I said, we get deceived on lots of different things. I mean, all the time there's a something comes out about the government had misled the public because they said they were doing this, but they actually secretly they were doing something else and they always get caught out. I mean, that's the thing. Eventually, all this stuff eventually comes out that people eventually will find out about. Someone's doing something wrong. There's always someone who will blow the whistle or, like I said, who, who kind of some documents will turn up that disprove something that is being talked about. And again, it's just, I mean, I suppose we're, as humans, a lot of times we are seekers of truth. I mean, a lot of people really, when something happens and they it's unexplained, that they spend a lot of time trying to understand what happened and seeking truth because quite often things can become clouded and sometimes like I said through you know something that might have happened mightn't have started off as a cover-up but potentially like someone along that course makes a few mistakes and rather than admitting those mistakes they start to change things to manipulate it and I think once that happens it becomes like a snowball effect that once you start that process of of doing that, it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where people then just don't know how to, you know, respond or deal with it. They just kind of then just kind of live it and pass it off as being truthful. But again, at some point, something will happen and it will come out. So in this episode of Focus, we've been talking about being truthful as a photographer and about the work that you put out there about having a de- having a degree of honesty that your followers the people who maybe use you to take photos will actually ultimately at the end of the day they'll actually respect that you're doing the right thing and I think as photographers we all should be seen to be doing the right thing as far as when it's delivering images and I th- like I said it's going to get cloudy because more and more people who are coming in who typically aren't photographers or don't have that kind of I suppose that mindset about being honest will just create something and then just palm it off as as something else and again this is the world we're going to live in and I, I know what's happening with some of the camera manufacturers now they're putting special metadata into the camera so there's the, the images are captured and then once they're captured as they're changed and manipulated you can actually see the kind of change the changes that have been done. So it actually kind of proves that it's an actual photograph. And I think this is a move in the right direction. I think as camera manufacturers start to implement that, because I think they can actually see themselves that if, you know, the real photograph is lost forever, if that gets lost and no one can believe a photograph anymore, 
then the potential for people buying cameras is like, well, why do I need to buy a camera if I can just use some software to create something that looks exactly like what you could capture for camera, but it's a whole lot easier and I don't have to get all these props and all this set and put all this stuff together. I can actually create it basically, you know, in an afternoon on a fast PC. And again, that that challenge is there for people, but there's always going to be people who want to, I suppose, be the purest, the people who want to do the right thing and create it the way that we traditionally create stuff is that using the camera and capturing what's in front of the lens, using what's available to us at the time. And I think, like I said, it's interesting times we live in because I think there's going to be so many times now like with deep fakes and stuff and video and like it already it's being used now so much to scam people that someone thinks they're actually getting a message from a loved one needing some help that in reality isn't that person at all. It's someone with a computer and some software and they've actually recreated that person's voice and sent like a voicemail or it could be a you know, video message and it actually looks really convincing and that's the thing where you don't want to disbelieve everything. I mean, if the day comes that every time you see something and your first reaction is, oh, this is not real, that's kind of, again, that's not a great place to be because when we're kind of starting to question everything that's put out in front of us that, you know, then, okay, is this real, this document real? I mean, we're starting to see it now, like with, even like with food, you know, with the the meat alternatives with a plant-based, that some of them are so good that people get a burger and they actually eat the burger thinking that they're actually eating a beef patty on a burger and it turns out it's actually not a beef patty, it's actually a plant-based alternative. And again, it's kind of, like I said, again, how you present that. People and like most of that stuff, like people know that that's what they're getting, they're not actually getting a, a burger. And again, I think it's like, and there's been, I know, a lot of... um manufacturers and that type of stuff have been challenged by you know the milk companies who you know people who make soya milk and milk to you know for most people milk typically is something that comes from a cow and you know anything that's a white substance in a bottle that you can add to your coffee or tea gets classed as milk you know whether it be soya milk whether it be almond milk uh, oat milk all the different i suppose grain alternatives that people have been able to convert into a milk-like substance and again it's kind of like I, I can understand the confusion for people like it because in my I suppose the way I look at it is when I grew up a bottle of milk was a bottle of milk and you knew a bottle of milk came from a cow these days like I said if someone pours you a glass of soya milk or it is challenging I can understand why manufacturers want to kind of I suppose pull away from that because then it kind of and it's funny how like in some instances in society, we take a word and that word becomes synonymous with all areas of life. Like I said, you know, there's a there's a brand of Formica called Lemon X and quite often when people have like a hard surface on the top of a bench and top, they'll say, oh, this is Lemon X. And it could be a whole range of different other products from a whole range of different manufacturers. But generally in Australia, like, you know, bench tops, oh, it's got Lemon X on the top or whatever. They That's the thing that that gets, I suppose, used as a generic term that's accepted that any hard kind of surface on a kitchen top is going to be a man-made product and called Lemonex. Similarly, like I know in the UK, when people go to, to vacuum the house, like we in Australia would say, go and vacuum the house. In the UK, it's quite often, I'm going to go hoover the house and hoover being a brand of vacuum cleaner, but it's been kind of 
I suppose, become synonymous with, you know, vacuum cleaning is that this brand is going to be used as a term for cleaning the house when really you might be using a, a Dyson or you might be using another brand of, of vacuum system other than a Hoover. So again, it's just interesting how the world evolves and how some of the things evolve. And there's other examples too. I mean, like most people who have, you know, like a pressure cleaner where it blasts water out, you connect it to your tap and it's either petrol powered or it's plugs into the mains power and it gives you this really high pressure jet of water to clean concrete and other things. And and most people say, oh, I'm going to cut you down the the hot, you know, the the driveway. And Karcher is a brand of, you know, water, high-pressure water cleaners. But there's so many other different brands out there on the market that most people, again, just apply this label. And I think in photography, that's something we've got to be, I suppose, mindful of that sometimes the word photographs applied to something that may be not a photograph, that it might be something that's actually been created by the means of whether it be by AI or, or some other, you know, means of generating that image that it wasn't captured in the traditional way that an image gets captured in a camera with light coming through the lens and being exposed onto a sensor or exposed onto a piece of film. So in this episode of Focus, been talking about keeping the truth in photography and I suppose each one of us really has can be a part of that, I suppose, part of keeping the truth in photography. If we each take a kind of a personal stand on keeping stuff truthful and explaining stuff you know, when you post something, if it's if there are elements, and again, there's nothing wrong with using AI or using composite imaging or using any other means to create something. I think the only problem with it is is, is if you try and palm it off as it, oh, this is an image I captured with my camera, when when you just didn't, when it was actually something that was captured using software. And again, I think this is the thing. Like I said, we all can play a part in being honest and doing the right thing, not kind of trying to hoodwink people into thinking this is something that it isn't. And again, everyone's going to have their own ideas on this. Some people go, I don't really care. Like, I I don't care, like, whether what I put out there is whether people believe it, believe what it is. And again, that's absolutely fine as well. But I think there is a number of people who still hang on to the idea that the truth in photography is that what was captured with the camera really happened at that particular 125th of a second at that particular time that's what was captured and that was what was recorded and that's what we have as a a legacy to go back and look at and again like I said moving forward there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be presented with the idea and some of it's like I said the advertising stuff where people are trying to scam people like they're creating stuff deliberately to deceive people like it's been done in such a way that it's just to the level where it's for done for no other purpose than to trick people into believing something as a means of getting them to do something else. And again, it's kind of like giving them some type of old oh, proof, like this is a proof of this, you know, this works or this or this particular thing. And again, people will fall for it, unfortunately. And like I said, but for me personally, I just kind of worry about where the world's heading in that direction. And and I think the thing is that no one expected the changes that have happened in technology. I think everyone knew there's going to be like technology's moved on. If we, we if we look at, you know, if we go back, you know, 50, 60 years and have a look at the technology that was available to us back then if you wanted to do a particular task or job or whatever. So we had we had something available to us back then, but it might have been very clunky and very hard to use. And today, like we've got all these amazing technologies that can do 
whole range of different things that can make those those tasks much easier and much simpler and sometimes more accurate. And that's fantastic. And that's where technology, I think we all know that technology is going to continue to move forward. So we're going to continue to see these improvements. Um, we're going to continue. And, and in some areas, like we really want to see that, like in medical stuff, we really want to see, I suppose, improvements in how people can diagnose cancer and they can have cure cancer and they can do different things. That Those things, like I said, we're kind of, everyone's kind of hoping that that stuff continues to move forward because it's kind of a, a benefit to everybody uh, involved. Whereas photography is a little bit different. Like it's not, if someone does deceive someone with a photo, typically no one dies. Like nothing happens to that person. Like it's, yeah, they've been duped by the photo, but you know, for a main part, maybe they haven't. I mean, but if the photo then was used to get them to pay some money over for something that they thought they were getting and they didn't actually get it, well, then that's, I suppose, that's when it becomes wrong and that's when it becomes, you know, very questionable. So I hope this got you thinking about your own photography and about whether, how you feel about being truthful with what you present to the world and whether you are kind of happy to, to kind of just go along with the flow or are you happy to actually kind of stand your ground and actually really try and be 100% legit in everything you do. Until next time, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Enjoy your photography and we'll talk again real soon. See ya.